everyone. Welcome back to Positive Minds with Stephen Akindayomi. In today's episode, I'll be talking about captivity of negativity. Maya Angelou reminded us that if I am not good to myself, how can I expect anyone else to be good to me? It actually starts with you. Start with forgiveness and enjoy the daily journey of choosing the best for yourself. Jesus Christ summarized God's love with a parable. He told the story about a teenager who decided that life on the farm was too slow for his taste. So, with pockets full of his inheritance money, he set out to find the big time. What he found instead were hangovers, fair weather's friends, and long unemployment lines. When he had had just about as much of the pig's life that he could take, he swallowed his pride, dug his hands deep into his empty pocket, and began the long walk home. All the while, rehearsing the speech he planned to give his father, thinking of what people were going to say. Having no money, no food to eat, clothed in rags, he set aside his pride, his shame, and with only a repentant heart, began to make his way back to his father's house. As soon as he got to the top of the hill, his father, who had been waiting at the gate, saw him. His words of apology were quickly muffled by his father's overwhelming forgiveness. Sometimes, we let people rob us of various opportunity by laying so much importance on what they would think of us if we make certain decisions, especially when our decisions are not in accordance with their beliefs. If you ever find yourself wondering how God can use you to make a difference in your world, think of the forgiveness and the warmth this young man found in his father's arms and take courage. God rarely uses people whose main concern are in what others are thinking. Some of us have been there at home without work. The application letters have gone out. The employers have not replied. Sometimes our application is not even read, let alone consider. In this dark world, it is painful sometimes when life does not turn out the way you expect. As a child, you had big dreams. Your parents encouraged you to train for a skill at school. And you diligently work hard to get a degree. However, since graduating, finding a job has proved too difficult or nearly impossible and you are now beginning to doubt yourself. Your self-esteem and confidence is fast morning and question is what you can do when things begin to fall apart. Imagine the prodigal son on that fateful day, walking home full of thoughts and imagination. While his father was at home, hoping that one day his son would come back with no telephones to make calls or send text messages, no police to report missing 
person. His only hope was a firm belief that one day his son would come back to his senses and return home. So he stood outside and waited from a distance, anticipating why he longed to see his son. So can you imagine the tears shed between them even with all he had done? His father was not ready to listen to his son's explanations. The father had been longing for this day and was only too glad that his son was home again. And this brings me to our talk for today. Are we captivated by our own negativity? Because being captivated by negativity is a form of depression that can cause you to feel like crap and you find yourself falling down in never-ending gravitational spiral of negativity. Stay tuned as we continue on today's episode. Thank you for sitting back on this episode and I hope you guys are doing well because where I am in the world, we are gearing up for exceptionally cold weather and everyone have one or two things dealing with at the moment. Please be safe out there. Continue to always protect yourself against the virus and keep, continue to use your masks, wash your hands as, as often as you can. Today, I'm asking you one important question about your self-esteem. Can you say no with confidence when you need to? Or are you always saying yes to others no matter what? If you have a problem saying no, then you need to listen to my previous podcast episode on It Is You Versus You and self-help. These are going to be extremely helpful to you. You can get this on any podcast platform, whether Google Podcast or Apple Podcast, or if you use Spotify. And you can as well check on my website on the media section where you can find podcasts. So you can, or if you're struggling to get it, you can always DM me or contact me via my website, stevenakindayomi.com. Saying no does not always mean something negative as many assume. It is a way of setting boundaries. I hope you were able to follow the guideline in my last episode title to self-help as it will give you a backdrop for this week's conversation. And if you have not listened to it, please make an effort to listen to it. Diving into today's episode, let's talk about Steve Jobs' explanation of what most people get wrong about focus. He said, and I quote, Focusing is about saying no. The late co-founder explained, at Apple's 1997 Worldwide Developers Conference, which is tagged WDC, you've got to say no. No, no. And when you say no, 
your piece of people, he said. To Job, focus wasn't about willpower. It was about the courage to abandon 1,000 great ideas to meet one big goal, even if that made people mad in the process. Saying no can help anyone re-evaluate priorities, revisit a project scope, and recommit to bigger goals. Job added, I am actually as proud of the things we haven't done as the things I have done. Innovation is saying no to 1,000 things. You have to pick carefully. Billionaire Warren Buffett also shared his mindset. He reportedly once said, the difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people said no to almost everything. Why saying yes can make you feel like a team player, it can also lead to distraction and burnout in the long term. Says CNBC contributor Susie West, she recommends having a ready list of no respond ready to help you decline work or negotiate deadlines. The truth is that it is really hard to say no. Instead, you can only save your yes for replies for acts that really count. There are times when we have to say no and we should not take this to mean that we are letting others down. This brings to mind the quote, captivity of negativity, used once by Theodore Bagwell, known as T-Bag of the popular TV series Prison Break. In a short fiction story, T-Bag narrated how he was providing volunteer leadership in a local prison. He worked with the head guard, a big muscular bull named Brad. His real name is um, Wade Williams, and everybody knows him as the devil. All the prisoners were afraid of him, even the murderers. Then one day, Brad said to T-Bag, I want you to get out of here. As in, I want you to get out of here right now because I can tell you are a man who loves freedom. I said, what about you? T-Bag said to Brad. And he said, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely I'm going to be free someday as in when he retired. He concluded his story that he recently got news that Brad, the head guard, passed away. And where was he when he died? Guess what? He was still in that prison, still in the captivity of negativity. To be honest, I see people with uncertain behavior who are continuously stressed and want to be 
rid of the hostile and frustrating feeling. But I realized there is only an insignificant number of people who have deep-seated instinct to fight against all pressure and who do not pose to impress the society or stand up for being their true and honest self. Life is not such an easy game that you have full control over. Life usually presents unexpected factors that prevent you from being yourself. However, when life happens, should you allow it to change you? Think for a second. What if the prodigal son did not swallow his pride and return home to his father? What would have been his life story? In my life experience, I have learned wisdom more in living practically than in fear or uncertainty. I put my life on test at risk to prove a point through action than just merely words. I remember just like yesterday <laughs> when I was just a little boy as young as 14 years old. My uncle visited our house then and as we would normally do when he was leaving. He gave me some money but carelessly I ripped the note into two and to me I felt oh the money was now worthless. I cried, cried all day long, almost throughout the day until my father noticed. And I explained what I had done to my father. And he collected the pieces and used a cello tape to put the pieces of the note together. My father then said to me that the money had not lost its value as it was now the original whole note after he had taped the pieces together. The lesson I'm trying to share here with you is that no matter what your peculiar situation is or, or what you've been through, your situation should not dismiss your value. See your adversity as a chance to increase your value. Just remember, what does not kill you will make you stronger. We are all human, aren't we? Every human life is worth the same. And worth saving. Even if you cannot change the world, you can choose to change the person within you and choose wisely the people you choose to be around. Life is too short to waste your time on people who don't respect, appreciate, and value you. Spend your life with people who make you smile, laugh, and feel love. Last year is gone. Do not bother yourself recalling it, even the past 25 days. Can never be recalled or relieved again. Do not base your plans on yesteryears or on other people's opinion. For no one's occurrence is stronger enough to define your future. Last year 
is in the tomb. So forget about it. However, hold on to the valuable lesson you learn so that your today can be better. And while you are working in your today, you must make up your mind to conquer fear, which is likely to creep into your thoughts. Remember, fear does not exist anywhere except in the mind. In addition to combating fear, we must learn to take our time to reflect. Sometimes, maybe even today, even when you still have plenty of energy to keep going, why not consider whether it is a good time to take a step back? I want to tell you a quick story. It is about a man who was lost, confused and unmotivated, uncertain and afraid of realizing his true potential. He was stuck in a self-fulfilling prophecy and truly believed life would always hand him the wrong cards. Things went so wrong, in fact, he even ended up homeless. Until he realized all he needed to do to get out of the gutter was simply change one thing in his life. This one change was so powerful, it literally reversed his fortunes. He went from not having a cent to his name to become a millionaire. What was the one thing he changed? His mindset. We all have the control to be a better version of ourselves, only if we can dare to step out. If you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? Would you like to fly? Be invisible? How about always being able to find a good parking spot? Give this question some serious thought today. After all, this is a super day to contemplate your superpowers. <laughs> or you have the opportunity to make a big change that will make things better for the people you care about and yourself. And it is important to realize that you are capable of this. Your confidence is the key. Regardless of who you are or what you have been through, you can be what you want to be. We all lose our focus at times. However, keeping your activities aligned with your values is helpful in keeping a positive perspective. Remember, captivity of negativity simply describes continuously being in a complacent frame of mind without caring if you are improving or not. One good exercise is to list your values and rank them by order of importance. Then see how many of your daily activities actually align with your values. 
is there a disconnect? If so, what can you do to change it? To sum up, the best thing to do is to understand how to prioritize your life and do what matters the most. You are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. If your friends are a constant source of negativity in your life, it might be time to change your circle and find positive people. Many people become products of their past. They are the casualties of regrets, sorrow, what ifs, and insight. Why we can all learn from our past. Staying there is not practical. So living in the present, the past can be changed or relieved. To constantly dwell on it does not even create an emotionally healthy outlook. You can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading your last one. After all, a bird has to eventually jump to discover it can fly. You can't stay in the nest forever and be happy watching others soar. Growth happens outside of our comfort zones. If you are too insecure to move out of from you, the familiar, you will never know the joy of conquering your fears and finding your wings. Don't say you don't have enough time. You have exactly the same numbers of hours per day that these great people had. People like Ellen Keller, like Modern Teresa, Obama, and so on. Sometimes we don't take the opportunity to separate ourselves from the noise of life to just rejuvenate our minds and focus inward. It is okay to take time to be alone in a way that relaxes you. Whether that's having a coffee on a park bench under a tree or taking a week long backpacking trip alone. It all depends on you. However, where you spend your soul length tree moment, don't forget to take time to step away from all the craziness of life and refocus. Your mental mojo will thank you. No one wants your worries. Less of all you. No one has to remind you of the high cost of anxiety. But I will, anyway, worry divides the mind. It splits our energy between today's priorities and tomorrow's problems. The result is half-minded living which is somewhat mediocre. I will stop here for today, but I can't wait to be back. Thank you once again for joining me on this episode titled Captivity of Negativity. I can't wait to hear from you. You can always drop your comment below till we meet again. I remain your host, Steven Akindami. Bye for now and stay blessed. Be positive.